Hello and welcome back to another podcast with Lars Bourne, mate. That's um, me, by the way, in case you don't know. And uh, in today's video, yes, we are in a house, no longer in my van, I know. Um, more on that soon. But today I wanted to talk about some of my biggest financial mistakes that I have made over the years. I'm 24 now and um, I've made quite a few of them. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Now, basically, I think the first one <laughs> has to be hands down buying stupid shit. I know I said it, buying things that I don't need, you know, shoes, well actually I'm wearing flip-flops, but you get the point, shoes, clothes, expensive holidays, expensive cars, cars is a big one for me, it took me so many years to learn, because I've owned 24 or 25 vehicles in my 24 years of age, I know it's almost a car a year, apart from the fact that I wasn't exactly driving when I was, uh, you know, an infant, was I, but anyway, you get the point, um, yes, I've bought a lot of stupid shit, and it's cost me a lot of time. Not so much money, because I was quite good with my cars. Some of them I made a profit on, which kind of paid off the ones I made, lost money on. So overall, I didn't really spend that much money. But it did waste an insane amount of time. So um, that was one of my biggest mistakes, was buying things that I, do not lo- that I didn't need. And if you are someone doing something similar, you don't realize quite how much damage you're doing to yourself by doing this. Because the more stupid stuff you buy... The more things you acquire in your life, one, affect and cloud your judgment because you have more things to worry about and think about. And two, you're spending all your resources on acquiring these things. I mean, the way to get ahead in life is to acquire assets. You know, as Mr. Rich Dad, Poor Dad says, Robert Kiyosaki, um, acquire things that are going to bring you value and investment type of thing rather than things that are going to take money out of your pocket. Cars is a liability. Clothes are a liability, unless you're really good at finesse. Unless you're one of those hustlers out there that's really good at buying clothes that you can flip for a profit. I'm sure there's some people watching this video that probably said, yeah, yeah, lads, mate. I know exactly what I'm doing when, you know, I'm copping all these like Nike trainers and stuff. So shush. You are come somewhat right. But still, most people do not have a clue about that. So um, it's another thing to consider. Um, I think my second biggest financial mistake was uh, thinking that the more hours I worked the more money I was going to make. And in theory, this is true. The more money, sorry, the more hours you work, the more money you're going to make to a point. Because there comes a point where, you know, you have 24 hours in a day. You're not legally allowed to work more than a certain amount. Let's be realistic and say probably about 12. Some people probably do work more than that. I don't know exactly what the answer is, but you get my drift. When it comes to that, you can't physically work more. So if you're earning £10 an hour, or back then when I thought that working more hours was feasible, I was earning £5.50 an hour. I know, £5.50 an hour. I'm not being funny, but at this point in my life, I wouldn't even get out of bed for £5.50 an hour. Sod that, especially with the the rubbish I had to put up with that job. But anyway, we're going off topic, aren't we? We're doing it. We're going off topic. I apologise. Um... Yeah, more hours does not equal more money. Now, this is one of the hardest lessons it took me ages to learn. And when I read Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, sorry, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, Eva, I did realize that, yes, more working more hours was a loser's game. It doesn't equal more money unless, actually, no, to be fair, it's a loser's game. The only way, really, if you're working a job, um, a pay YE, or you're earning, you know, money for working for a company, Your best bet is to try and get a better skill, a promotion, or a way of increasing your hourly rate because at some degree, we all trade time for money. In fact, I'm currently trading my time for money by filming this podcast because I'm sat here, you know, recording this and I'm going to have to edit it and upload it and just pray it makes some money. But realistically, it's probably not going to because that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I want to hopefully educate a few humans out there that are going through similar times to myself. And um, I feel like I grew up a little bit too quick for my age and I have a lot of knowledge that I'd like to share. So um, yes, anyway, we're going off topic. Apologize. Um, Yes, more time 
trading more time, sorry, trading more hours for more money does, isn't, it's not the way to do it. Um, because the other thing is when you work a job, you are taxed, right? So there comes a point where it's not really worthwhile working anymore because you're not really going to be earning that much more than you think. If you work it out with your tax and everything, most people don't even look at their payslip, but you should if you do work a job. Have a look at the calculations. You'll probably not be that far better off. And in fact, you're probably better off starting a side hustle that will pay you more money that you'll enjoy more. Just a thought, just a thought. Now, that was another massive mistake for me. I think mistake number three was, again, just working a job. I thought the easiest way to make money is a job, okay? The easiest way. It really is because you turn up, you do as you're told, you get your paycheck at the end of the month, pretty much guaranteed depending on who you work for, and you get paid. Now, depending on where you work, your pay is obviously going to vary, you know, more so than other people's and stuff. And you can obviously increase in the company and work your way up and yada, yada, yada. But it is the easiest way to make money. Um, is it the best way to make money, in my opinion? Not really, no. Because uh, it comes a point where you are taxed before you pay your bills. That's That was the biggest thing for me. And I'm still not, you know, the most business savvy person on the planet. However, I do have a basic understanding of tax now. Well, quite a good understanding of tax and uh, the money system and, you know, how money works and how you earn it and spend it and stuff like that. I've learned a lot about spending money over the years. <laughs> but yes, when you, um, when you work for a job, you are taxed before you've paid your bills. Whereas myself, as a self-employed human being, I can write things off against my tax bill. Things like my fuel, things like my phone bill, sometimes even my outfit in my videos or, you know, whatever I... That was more my accountant side of things, but I can actually write that off and then I pay tax on what's left over. And that is a self-employed person. When you own a business, you've got even more tax benefits. But that, that's at that the moment where my life is going. I do not want all that faff, but one day I shall. Um... So when you work a job, uh, essentially you are making someone else rich. You are building someone else's dreams. When you could be focusing on your own. Now, is running a business easy? No, it's not. Is it worth it to most people? Probably not. But if you can find something on the side, if you enjoy your job, you're, you're winning. But a lot of people don't. And this is the people I'm trying to talk to, the ones that don't like their job like I didn't. Um, if you can do that and find a way of making money whilst you're working that job, Jobs are good, mate. So what I used to do, hopefully they don't find out, but anyway, if they do watch this, I'm sorry. When I used to work for, as a bartender, I used to work as a bartender, I used to take a lot of toilet breaks. And at the time, I was buying and selling furniture and things on Marketplace. So I was on Marketplace looking for things to flip later when I finished my shift. So I would be setting up appointments so that when I finished, I could, you know, cycle home, grab my car or van or whatever. No, I had a car at the time. And then, uh, just try and find some things that I could make a profit on because that would inc increase my daily you know, wage, if you will. So that worked very well. Um, similar to when I worked in sales and I was in office jobs, I used to spend half my time on the internet researching ways to make money online. Now, I'm not being funny, but I was stuck in this phase of going round and round in circles trying to work out how to make money from, you know, basically scams online, if you will. Not that I wanted to scam people, but I was just sucked into these silly videos on YouTube that is like, if you just make a YouTube channel around the rain, you know, rain videos and post loads of them every day, you're going to become a millionaire. No, it's, it doesn't work like that. You probably could build a business out of it. But realistically, the average Joe is not going to do that. Um, you're better off starting something you enjoy and accepting that if you want to be a content creator, it's going to take a very long time to make money. But when you crack the code, when you figure out what it is you need to post on each platform, you can make an absolute fortune, my friend. Um, I'm yet to discover this, but we're working on it. So yes, that was another massive financial mistake. The fact that I didn't build anything for myself for the long term because I was only ever really thinking about paycheck to paycheck. Now, 
when the uh, the pandemic came around and uh, everyone was telling me, oh, you must get a job. It's so safe for you. And a lot of people got laid off. I was thinking, actually, I was probably right that I started my business when I did because having a job doesn't give you that much more security. In some ways, it probably will, but depending on what company you work for, blah, blah, blah. But in the grand scheme of things, if that company goes under, so does your job. And if you've been there at a long point and you are incredibly qualified, you might find it hard to get another job. So just keep that in mind. Um, That was the best thing I ever did was starting a business, building something that I truly could work as much as I wanted or as little as I wanted and the sky's the limit with my earnings because I'm one of those people that doesn't like being told what to do. I also don't like boring jobs and all the jobs I worked at were incredibly boring. So when I found something I enjoyed, I was like, mate, we're going all in on this. And um, it's taken me a long, 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 long time to crack the code to how to make money online. And I have somewhat cracked it. Financial mistake number four was being a penny pincher. Um, I basically used to worry about every single cent that left my bank account or penny in the UK. It's true. Like I, I was brought up with people. Well, my parents, not people, but brought up with my parents and um, they're incredible humans. I'm not discouraging them at all or taking any credit away from their amazing job they did as parents for us kids growing up. But they did give us a very bad uh, view on money, in my opinion. They gave us a, a view of money is scarce. Money is not abundant. You can't make much of it. You must be very careful with it. And when I change my tune towards money... I still was broke, but I believed that I was rich. In my mind, I had more money than I actually did. And every time I looked at my bank account, it was, you know, not a lot to show for really, but I didn't stop myself from doing the things I wanted to do because of money. Because at the end of the day, your time is worth way more than any money. You don't know how long you're here for. Now, I'm not going, I'm not telling you to go out and spend all your money, but money, you should view it as a tool. This is what I decided to do. Here's a better example, actually. I would rather drive to a Sainsbury's, which is going to cost me probably about five to six pounds more for my shopping bill than spend 45 minutes to drive to an Audi across the, you know, across the city um, or like similar petrol station. I just put petrol in. I do not look at the price. And this also leads me on to saving. You are never going to be able to save yourself to riches. Now, most people will tell you otherwise in this day and age because people are, again, worried about their bills. And I do empathize. I'm not taking the piss here. I really do empathize because, you know, my family's got bills to pay to pay, pay too, and they are in similar financial situations. So I do understand where you're coming from. However, you're never going to save yourself to riches. You just, it's a fact, you just can't. So I decided to stop worrying about how much money I spend. If I want something, I buy it. I am sensible with money. I'm not like a complete lunatic and go off and buy all sorts of stuff. But if I want something, I buy it. I don't worry about, you know, can I say, the biggest thing for me used to be coffee. I refused to buy a coffee out because it was three or four pounds when I know I could make one at home for like 50p tops. But when I was like, it's like, you know, even if I don't have any coffees every single month, I'm saving like a fiver here, you know, 50 quid a month. Or I could put all of my energy, all of my focus into trying to make five to 10 grand a month. And then those coffees are more than paid for, you know? So all that energy you are, you're trying to put into saving money, why don't you put it into how can you make more of it? Money is absolutely everywhere, especially now that they've printed loads of it. Obviously the value of it's gone down, but money is everywhere. There's you know, you think about it like this, right? You can literally monetize the sun through solar panels. If someone tells you that you can't monetize something, they are lying to you. You can find a way to monetize virtually anything if you put your mind to it. Is it going to be easy? No. Should you not do something because someone else hasn't succeeded at it? Not at all, because how do you know? You're not them and they're not you. So someone else's results aren't exactly going to correlate to your results. I was told that 
buying and selling for a living wasn't going to work out. I did know a few people that were successful at it, but not anyone close to me. And I was like, you know what? I am going to be successful doing this because I believe this is the key thing here. I believe I can do it. And I did. I got very good at it. And I I earned myself a full-time gig, mate, just flipping stuff on Facebook. And I really enjoyed what I did. So don't listen to people that aren't doing what you want to do. You would not take financial advice from a broke human, would you? Like, it's just not a good idea. Um, so yeah, I think that for me was a massive one. Stop being a penny pincher. Stop worrying about, you know, where all my money's necessarily going. I, I do keep tabs on it. I'm, I'm, you know, again, sensible with money. Having a good understanding of money is, is the key here, but not worrying about every single cent penny you spend, rather, how can you earn more of it? And you have to have an abundant mindset. Like, you, the sky is the limit with your income, but it's really hard to think like that if you've not been exposed to it or you don't know anyone that's earning that kind of money. Hang around with people that are doing 10K plus a month and speak to them and realize that they're not that much different to you. They just have a better mindset towards money and that they were regular people like yourself once upon a time. That's what I do. I have friends making 100K plus a month. I know of people making in ex- well in excess of that, more than that a month. And I try and speak to them. I try and learn from them. What are they doing that I'm not? You see? So it's, if you're working a job and you're earning, say, five to 10 pounds an hour at the moment, and your max realistically is like, you know, 1,500 to maybe 1,800, depending on how old you are, a month. When someone tells you that they're making 10K a month, you think they're absolutely mad. There's no way, shape or form they are doing those kind of numbers. But when you meet people in real life that are and can show it to you, you realize that actually this is very possible you know? Um, like I now obviously do TikTok full time and YouTube full time and podcasting by the looks of it full time as well. And I got paid for a brand deal not so long ago. This is, I'm not going to say which brand it was or anything like that, but it was in the thousands. I got paid in the thousands of dollars for one video in the thousands. Yes. Most people weren't in the thousands in a month. Did it one video? It's very possible. Um, is it easy? No, it's going to take a long time and a lot of trial and error, but you can get there if you believe you can do it. And I think my largest and final financial mistake was trying to time the market. It's time in the market, not trying to time the market. And this was a a, a massive learning curve for me because I still am trying to learn this one and I still try not to jump in headfirst into an investment. But I tried to buy uh, Sundial Growers. It's a weed stock, by the way. I tried to buy it when it was at its peak. So I basically bought it very cheap. I think it was like 20 or 30 cents a share. I, if I'd held it to the $3 mark, I would have made a killing, but I didn't. I sold it because it didn't do anything for ages. And then I bought it back when it started to move a little bit. And then I sold it again. And then I, I, I happened to be on YouTube and I saw the uh, the massive surge in the you know demand for this stock. And then it was on its way to the moon and that, that Wall Street bets, I think it was, or this Reddit group had started talking about it people wanted this stock. I decided to hop on the train, didn't I? And I made loads and loads of money. And I was like, well, hey, I've, you know, I've figured this out. I am basically, you know, better than the market, mate. Um, no, I really, really was not better than the market. Uh, I ended up actually holding on to that position, assuming it was on its way to the moon. It was on its first ticket to the moon, you know, and I was going with it. Um, and I just watched my account grow, 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 grow. I think it literally went up like two, three grand in profit. And then uh, it hit the all time high when I should have sold it. But I didn't, did I? No, I decided it's going to keep going. It's going to take a little break and then it's going to go back up again. Um, No, it didn't really work like that because um, I was naive. I was very not clued up with what I was doing. And uh, basically, I held that 
um, all the way down to where it is now when I'm in the minus, in the minus thousands, not in the plus, in the minus thousands. I reckon that lesson overall with what I've sold position-wise and what I've got left has probably cost me four, maybe five grand of my money. So, um, yeah, um, do you know what, though? It's a very, very cheap lesson in the grand scheme of things because imagine that had been in the hundreds of thousands of pounds or in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I learned the lesson early on. Don't buy into hype. If there's already loads of hype about it, you've probably missed the train. It's too late. And I think the thing for me was um, learning to buy with what I believe in. I was buying because other people were telling me to and I was looking at what other people were doing and I was on YouTube researching things and then you learn about the pump and dump schemes and all of this rubbish or sorry, financial stock advice and stuff like that. I'm probably being paid large sums of money to do so. So just tread lightly there. Be very careful. Don't be stupid like I was and buy into stuff. Do your own research. Learn to think for yourself. This is the key thing here. Learn to think for yourself. Like no one's coming to save you. If you lose a load of money, it's on you. It's like no one else, is it? Unless it's not your money. But learn to think for yourself. So now I only buy things that I truly believe in, that I can see a purpose in, that I think would do well. Because what I've said to have bought furniture wise does very well. You know, when I used to flip phones, what I bought did very well. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not an idiot, but I was for following the advice of other people. So now when I look at something as an investment, right? I've always done this with vehicles as well, actually. I've always tried to get them way under market value in case something happens to them. So when I come to sell them, I break even. And it worked pretty well for, you know, up to this point. But now knowing what I know about penny pinching and stuff, I would probably still be more inclined to just get something that works because time is far more valuable to me now than money. And that's another thing. It's like, I don't have loads of money yet, but I would still not take a well-paid job over what I'm doing now. I would much rather be in the position I'm at now where I don't have as much money as I would like, but I'm finding a way of making it by myself. It's going to take a lot longer because, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that doesn't really like to accept help from anyone, but we're working on it. <laughs> one day I'll hire an editor when I have the, uh, the dollar to do so. Um, and that's another thing, like, that for, especially for entrepreneurs, actually, this is a, like a lovely final point, And then we'll probably look at ending off this podcast soon before I start waffling on for England, mate. I'm very good at that. Um, I think the best thing I ever did was learning where my time was better spent. I'm not very good at editing videos. I don't like it very much, but I know people that are very good. So when my channel starts making more money, the, you know, the, the starts earning more money, I'm going to invest it into an editor because that frees up more of my time. It means that the edits will be better. The, the people consuming the videos will enjoy them more because it will be, you know, more effort will have been put into the videos. I like doing fun things with my life and seeing what happens, almost being like life's guinea pig, if you will, trying things out that other people aren't willing to do to see what happens. Because the reason I started being as a content, sorry, started as a content creator is because the content I wanted to see was not out there. And the people that were producing some similar content were chatting utter rubbish because it wasn't real. So I thought, well, I'm going to do that and I want to do that. So yeah. I think that pretty much concludes today's podcast, really. If you enjoyed it, um, make sure you tune in. It will be going live at 7am every Monday from now on. I, I'm aware I'm recording this uh, Monday at 5.30pm in the, in the afternoon slash evening. Um, but I've been in a very, very weird mental headspace. So um, that is about to change now. And I'm getting my uh, discipline back on, tre- on check, shall we say. I actually had a cold shower this morning and it really was... Um, something woke me up for sure. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate you listening. Have an amazing rest of your day and peace out.